I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for a bad movie, I can tell you, you won't find it here. (laughs) That's pretty good. I don't know if that's Liam Neeson or Sean Connery, but I like it either way. No, my Sean Connerys are much more like this. Okay, yeah, I'm down with that. I'm down I, with that. Uh, it's the graveliness, and it, like you move a little bit past Liam Neeson, you get to "We are Ents," and that's my Ent voice, which uh, it's on the scale moves. Nate, I did not know that you had this talent of voices. I get one out of every five is pure gold, and then four out of every five uh, devolves slowly into Jimmy Stewart. Maybe on some future episode, you can do it entirely as an ent. I think that would. Uh, <laughs> I think that'd be great. It would take a long time to uh-huh. say anything. I like it already. It's so good. It'll be two and a half hours long. Well, Stephen and the ent. Stephen, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I am excellent. Uh, I'm a little confused why we watched the movie that we did because I thought we were supposed to watch bad movies. Listen, we got a big problem here, Nate. A big problem. I loved this movie. We've moved into cinematic gold. Don't spoil it. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so, we watched, so we watched The Commuter. A, uh, was this 2018? I should have looked this yes. up. Again. Yes, it yes. is. Okay. The 2018 movie starring Liam Neeson, uh, which is, uh, you know, you got Taken, you got Taken 2 and 3, then you got Nonstop, Taken on a Plane, and now this is Commuter, uh, not really Taken on a Train, but it, it's Liam Neeson doing his thing. He is Ra's al Ghul in Batman Begins. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. He, he's in, I, just go down his IMDb, and it's... Gold, gold after gold. It's... He was in uh what is it? Attack of the No. Clash of the Titans? Something was of the he? Titans. The, he uh... was uh the guy who yelled release the Kraken. <laughs> I don't think I saw that movie. Oh, okay. That well, was one of the that was one of those uh like ancient uh movie like the Stars of the Rock, maybe. But oh, that's Scorpion King. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking of something else. No, yeah, you're right, you're right. That's that's a different movie. The one that Liam Neeson's in that is, I think, Clash or or Surprise of the Titans or whatever it is. <laughs> I believe I watched that um, living in Italy for a time. I oh went my. to the Italian theaters and watched that in theaters. I believe it was all in Italian. I missed none of the plot. <laughs> so either that's a brilliant movie or a movie that didn't require dialogue. So you're you're talking about uh, hold on not remember the Titans <laughs> that's a different movie you're no about. no th- but that is a great movie this that is, is a great movie this is the one with the uh, the the Greek mythology yes yeah well okay so Clash of the Titans hold on I'm slowly typing this in to IMDb this 2010 movie starring Sam Worthington oh yeah look at Liam Neeson. As Zeus. I believe there was even a sequel. Right. Uh, like more clashes of more Titans. Absolutely. I We're cutting this cool. all out of the, t- no, out no, no. Of the this, podcast. No, this, this is, good. is a waste of time. <laughs> no, this is so good. Oh, my goodness. I'm looking at a picture of Liam Neeson with really long hair. Yes. You know, Glimmering I, in the sun. 
sometimes I get him confused with that other actor. Uh, you know what? I think I just did it. Ralph Finia. F- Fiends? How do you say that? <laughs> Ralph Fiennes? Go on. Oh, okay, okay. Well, sometimes I think I confuse him for Liam Neeson. But anyway. Oh, he's in all the 007 movies. As uh, He was the new M. M. That's right. That's right. The Commuter, starring Liam Neeson. He is an insurance salesman. He commutes, hence the name of the movie, from upstate New York down to the city, selling life insurance. Uh, He has a family, wife and kid. They're in a tight budget. Son's about to go to college. And he all of a sudden loses his job. And on the way home, he's presented with the opportunity to do something mysterious on the train, find a person, and he's offered $100,000. And the course of the movie is him on the train, figuring out this whole conspiracy, what's behind it, and action ensues. I have I have nothing to add to that. That was a spot-on plot. Um, the uh, I would say the train goes off the track at some point in time. I almost made a <laughs> off-the-tracks joke uh, about the movie, but... I, I don't believe it because I believe this movie is on point start to finish. <laughs> I, I agree. Now, I'm going to tell you, uh, you may not know this about me, but I lived in upstate New York. That's where I grew up. And for two summers, I actually did this exact commute. You were Liam Neeson? I was literally Liam Neeson on a train. Uh, I, I would get out. This is all for the, my New York friends. Anyone who is a commuter or knew about the Metro North up there, please I would go, tweet yeah. Stephen at, is it Stephen.Robles? No, no, Nate, it is not. <laughs> there's no dot there. Just, just at Stephen Robles. Just, oh, I'm sorry. The original. To, that's right. Yeah. The OG. Uh, please at Stephen with your commuting experience. Um, just as many as you can get would be great. Yes, please. So I would commute from the new Hamburg station which is one station away from the Beacon Station, which is mentioned in the movie. So the amount of nostalgia coursing through my veins at this point was palpable, let me just say. Did that, did that train feel like a commuter train? Did they Somewhat. I mean, it, it? it's been a while. So here's what happened. When I was in college, I spent two summers working or interning at an insurance place downtown Manhattan. No. So I would, yes, yes. So I would commute. Life insurance? The, <laughs> Actually, no. It was uh, like some kind of corporate insurance, but that is kind of funny. But I did that. So New Hamburg to Grand Central Station. I took that train every morning for two summers, and it was beautiful, just like it is in the movie, next to the river, all that kind of stuff. And I was on that train, the Metro North, uh, all the time. Cold Spring, which is one of the stops uh, that is infamous in the movie because it was kind of his... uh, and his time limit or whatever to find the person. I, I passed Cold Spring every day and went to Grand Central. It was it was just amazing, and I loved all of that part of it. So, If anybody's listening to this podcast who's actually just like riding a commuter train, they're like, mm. yeah, we get it. We know how it feels. We live this life every day. But for you and I, someone in Florida, someone in the Midwest, right. uh, this is incredible stuff. <laughs> well, it is. And... I mean, I, I'm talking it up right now. I'm sure if you had to do it for 10 years, as Liam Neeson supposedly has in this movie, it would not be as glamorous, but I did enjoy it. I like so. the fact that he kind of knew everyone, slightly friends. The idea of having a bit of a community on the train is pretty cool. 
Yeah, but which, uh, I don't know if we want to say this is a plot hole. I would say, uh, for all the mornings that I took that train, no one said a word to anyone else. So, I don't know how much people actually get to know each other on the train. Yeah, but 10 years. 10 years. 10 years on there. Maybe, maybe. So, Liam Neeson, he gets fired from his job. You know, I looked this up. He said he he's sixty in the movie, and so I, I looked I up looked his actual. I looked this up too. <laughs> so yes, his actual age, because I was curious how off this was, but it's pretty close. So he is sixty six in real life. Uh, not bad. You know, I think all, I think all the Taken movies has taken its toll. <clears throat> <laughs> Maybe on him, but uh, yeah, sixty six. His career is still on track. Oh, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> this is going to be so good. Okay, uh, so we come to find out he was an ex-cop and uh, has a friend uh, who is still in on the force. His cop friend, um, his name's Murph. I Murph. Or it's probably last name Murphy, nickname Murph. Uh, maybe the, oh, the, maybe O Murphy. O'Reilly, o- 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 the yeah, the the old Irish so, cop. So I just thought of the Interstellar. Uh, Murph, you know Matthew McConaughey with the bookshelf and the. Anyway, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, when he just yeah he's, he's pushing the books over. Uh, he's like, Murph. You know, right? Anyway. He's like trapped inside of a guitar, trying to like pluck the strings <laughs> from the inside. <laughs> no, no, it's some cosmic library. Uh, which speaking that- of speaking of guitar, that's a left-handed guitar, and you're right-handed. Anyway. <laughs> That's, that's later in the movie. Man, Liam is on it. Uh, so he gets on the train. You know, he lost his job. He's heading home. Hasn't told his wife, you know. And then uh, this blonde-haired lady sits down in front of him and presents mm-hmm. him with a, a proposition. She says, listen, uh, you, all you have to do is find this person. You don't have to know what happens to the person. Uh, all you have to do is uh, put this little tracker on their bag and you'll get uh, $100,000. 25 now, 75 later. She doesn't say like that she knows him, but as she's walking away, she's like, shouldn't be hard for an ex-cop. So we, we know that she knows who he is. She walks away. And uh, Liam Neeson, again, lost a job, son's going to college, needs money. Uh, he is told that there's 25 grand in the bathroom of one of the cars. So he goes there, and... Uh, I love this kind of scene, you know, where you know he's looking for the the secret bag of money, and right. he uses his key to unscrew the air vent. It's I love it all. It's so good. I, I mean, Liam Neeson could have played Texas Hold'em on that train for the whole hour, and I would have been totally fine, <laughs> and I would have loved every minute of this movie, uh, just him on the train. Guy uh, comes by, punches the ticket about every twenty minutes. <laughs> movie ends. Which that guy, the guy punching the tickets, is pretty annoying. But oh, uh, I, I disagree. Wait, no. no. Oh no, that guy was annoying. Yeah, the the, the conductor. No, conductor guy was gold. Yes, heart of gold. Yeah, I believe he's the only uh, sacrificial loss of life. The movie does not care that he sacrificed himself. That was kind of an unceremonious. (laughs) I had that thought of, hey, hey, what? Was that guy in that? (laughs) And he just he just like disappears. I don't, you know, Liam. Okay, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. that We've we've gone off the tracks. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That's so bad. Okay. I'm just reusing it. <laughs> Do you just have a list of puns in front of you? Did you just throw them in there? Yeah, I looked up train puns. Off the rails. Off the rails. That was a better one than off the tracks. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, you one-upped my pun. So, so Liam Neeson takes the money, keeps the money, and I think debates not doing anything 
that this lady has asked him to do. And at one of the stops, a mysterious boy comes on. That is a girl. That is definitely a girl. Uh, so sorry. Is it? Is it really? It is. Oh man. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Anyways, so she comes on, says, uh, "What are you? They're they're watching you. You know, you better do this thing." And then hands him, uh, was it an envelope? Yeah, an envelope. Yes. And it has his wife's wedding band in the envelope. This is good. This part, I. If I wasn't in before, as soon as they handed him his wife's wedding ring inside yes. of an envelope, I said, I'm in. You and yes. me, Liam, let's do this. <laughs> and uh, so they have his family. Uh, so that we discover that. They've and, been taken. Mm, maybe. Yes. Well, may, yeah, maybe. So, so now there's stakes. So he's got he's to follow through with this thing. And so he's got to find this person. He's supposed to find this person who doesn't belong whose name is Prin, but that's not their real name, and they have a bag. And so he goes on this, you know, trying to whittle down using his... A very particular set of skills. <laughs> tries to whittle down. He knows they're going to Cold Spring, which is Zone 7. So he goes up and down the train in a very dramatic scene, looking at all the punch tickets that have the number 7, uh, you know, punched. And the camera... I really like it. It zooms through the holes that are punched in the tickets. Like he kind of oh, yeah, pans yeah, yeah. like through the the tickets to get to his face all the time. I really thought it was uh, filmed excellently. That scene, it's the most dramatic I've ever seen someone checking tickets for <laughs> for zones. Yes, I could say from experience that is not normally that exciting. So he goes on. He keeps trying to find the person. He bothers several people. I will say there's this one scene where there was a guy with a guitar mm-hmm. and and Liam Neeson, you know, he, he says, you know, let me see what's in the bag, you know, and he pulls out the guitar and through a course of events, he knew this person was right handed because he's Liam Neeson and he sees everything. Uh, and he's like, that's a left handed guitar. And we come to find out this guy was also hired by the blonde lady to kill whoever Liam Neeson was going to identify. So then they fight because Liam Neeson doesn't want to find or kill this person. And there's this one moment where they're fighting with the guitar. And I think Liam Neeson hits the other guy with the guitar and you like hear a guitar string sound. And first of all, it's an electric guitar. Like you would not hear, you would not hear those strings. Like it's not an acoustic guitar. Wait, he didn't plug that into an amp before fighting? No, 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 he did not. You know, if it was, if it was like a animal house situation and they're like banging an acoustic guitar on the wall, yeah, you'd hear that. Sure. But you would not hear an electric guitar strum as you uh, beat somebody over the head with it. So. Right. Especially if it's a left-handed guitar and you're hitting mm. them with your right hand, that wouldn't even, yeah. Yeah. It, it's not meant <laughs> to make sound when you handle it with your right hand. That's, ter- that's terrible. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> that, that that fight, I had a moment of of glee while watching it because um, the the guy with the guitar at some point in time grabs like a little mini emergency hatchet. Uh, Liam's got right. like half a broken guitar turned into a shiv in his hand yes. and they're just pummeling each other and I'm like this is why I watched this movie um yes. something about these about all of these fights that he has and he has quite a few mm-hmm. um close hand to hand which I believe after taken is really Liam's bread and butter it's his forte <laughs> yes he really takes a lot of damage in this yes, movie <laughs> yes I appreciate that he's not just beating everybody up um, 
effortlessly. He really feels like he right. takes a lot of blows in this movie. Mm-hmm. Now, you could say that getting your head smashed through the window of a train <laughs> would do yes. more damage than like a minor cut on your forehead. Uh, but I still loved it every time. Yeah. Yeah. My my biggest issue. Yes, I loved all the scenes with him fighting. You do tell like he's having to work at it. But my deal is I don't like he's an ex-cop. And it's been 10 years since he's been on the force. I feel like his fighting skills might be a little more than what a cop would have. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like he's, he's doing a little bit of karate there. All right. So uh, he's got fight scenes. He's trying to whittle down who the person is he's trying to find. Uh, and I suspect everyone. As Liam looks at them, I, to me, everyone, which the movie does, it's a great, like, you know, everyone's a suspect kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a game of Clue. Exactly. I suspect everyone at one point in time or another, um, it, well, except the conductor, because the conductor has a heart of gold. That's and right. Is He's a, a regular. Saint. Yep. Yes. So, yeah, I, I do too. There was, there was a girl with a, a nose ring and a bag full of fake IDs. So you have her, you have a... Uh, <laughs> You're right. That was kind of heavy-handed, and you're like, ah, oh, she's kind of a rebel. Well, Put that got, nose ring on her. Yeah, then you got you got the uh, the Wall Street guy who's kind of a jerk to everybody. He's talking on the phone real loud, which, let me just say, if that was an actual New York commuter train, and there was a guy talking that loud on the phone all the time, he'd have been thrown off the train. I'm just going to say. <laughs> Through no, the window. New Yorkers do. He does not stand for that. Right. Uh so we get to, so he finds the girl. We find out this Prin character has evidence about the conspiracy about NYPD officers killing somebody and cover up and all this kind of stuff. So we find her, and Liam Neeson gets a call from the blonde lady saying, "Listen, you better kill her now, or your family's dead. Everybody's dead." And he says, "I'm not going to do it." And so the lady says, "Well, okay. Well, now everybody has to die." And we come like a few seconds later, we realize the train is flying down the tracks. Uh, they've killed the conductor and sealed off that room. And so now we're just hurtling towards destruction. They get all the passengers in one car, and Liam Neeson and the conductor resolve to detach that car so it will not hurtle to its doom and everyone will be saved in that one car. Well, and I think they try throwing the brakes first. They can't stop the train. The brakes are, are gone. And so they try to separate that the one car. Liam Neeson very Liam Neeson-y style, has to like crawl under the connection thing, dangling precariously over the tracks, and uh, you know has to kick something and push real hard. And then, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Try super hard. <laughs> he just tries super hard. And then he and the conductor then, like, so, well, it gets separated, and then it's held fl- flimsily by a little chain link. And, Which uh, is held tight. The, the chain is held taut because... The, the one they're trying to um, decouple from the rest of the train is basically being dragged along by the fiery engine part. And right. Liam reaches down to the chain as if he could kind of like pull it to like give itself some slack. Yeah. I think that yeah. was like his like, ah, I'm just going to like, I just need a moment where this chain's kind of loose. Why don't I just take the weight of the caboose myself <laughs> well and also, like, what are you doing liam yeah no, yeah that was that was weird so he and the conductor then take the axe 
I think that came from somewhere, and they and they tried to break the chain, which they succeed as the train is now like <laughs> derailing from a curve. Now, now this is the biggest plot hole I think. So, so they detach it, and the train begins to crash or whatever, and Liam Neeson gets jettisoned from the one car oh, and man. slams into the next car that they just detached. Now, I feel like physics wise, like he would probably be dead. Like he hit that thing pretty hard. Yeah, but yeah, he yeah he just kind of gets propelled like shot through the air like like an explosion that guided him perfectly to the train behind. Yeah, and but leaves not, the conductor <laughs> dead. Well, the, right? Did did we see a scene of the because the the one he was just on kind of that train car does a like one eighty like up into the air flips yeah, back yeah, on yeah. itself. I would have liked to see like a final scene of the conductor's eyes, not not scared. The conductor has peace in his eyes, and he looks at Liam Liam and gives him like a little salute or something. Like, <laughs> hey, take it from here. You got it from here. I don't think they had that much time. You're their father now. <laughs> oh, the, the conductor care does, for my passengers. He does. He does say he was like I always I. Would, he says all these years, I thought it was either going to be the passengers or the train. I think that he was implying that would kill him. Right. He was like, I knew it was going to be the train or whatever. Like, yeah, he thought the train would eventually kill him? Well, I mean. Yeah, I you're know, right. Yeah. He knew but, this day was coming. That's right. I thought, I thought that was funny. So, so the, the train uh, screeches to a halt and all uh, Liam Neeson and like these 10 or other people are in this one car. He says, I guess from his ex-cop days, he knows to do this. He's like, put newspapers on the window so they can't see in. Okay, and I don't know what you thought about that, but I loved it. I loved like I loved the, the, the visual. Of, he's like, water, soda. I thought he was going to keep listing liquids. You know, like a, like a seltzer. <laughs> If you have a, well, I didn't, if you have a cough syrup, use that to wet down the newspaper. <laughs> and I didn't know, yeah, I didn't know like what, why he was wetting it first. And then when I saw the newspaper sticking, I was like, ah, this guy's genius. <laughs> like he's basically MacGyver. Right. Uh, he's yeah. paper macheing this this yeah. car. So smart. Listen, only Liam Neeson. I think this this guy. Right. He knows what he's doing. So they newspaper all the windows, and then we have the scene where Prin, the girl that he was supposed to kill, tells the whole story how he witnessed. Uh, cops killing his cousin or brother or something like that. Her cousin. Uh, her she's cousin. a woman too. I don't. Yes. Uh, yeah, you, do, you know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> you keep calling me out on this. Yes. Yes. She's a girl, lady. She's yeah. a she. Yep. Oh my word. You okay. And so so she has the hard drive with all the evidence, and so they're they're trying to kill her, and so all the cops and SWAT team come, and they're surrounded. They think it's a hostage situation. That Liam Neeson is taking those people hostage. And so Liam Neeson's old cop buddy, who's currently in the force, he comes to the train to negotiate. And so he he steps into the car and Liam cuts his wire so no one can hear what's going on. And we come and then he says this line. Um, so let me go back. So Prin says when she witnessed this murder, she heard one of the cops say, you know, there's no such thing as noble. The good guys always die or whatever. And so that mm-hmm. happened before. And so now his friend comes on the train. He's trying to negotiate the hostages. And he says to Liam Neeson, you know, there's no such thing as noble. He says the same line. And Liam Neeson immediately figures out, because he's a savant, that this guy is well, in on the, it. And the girl, I believe her name is Sophia, mm-hmm. when he says that line, 
because all the passengers are in there with him. When Murph says the line to Liam, I love this. Like Murph! she kind of like she looks over the seat. She like raises up <laughs> yes. with like, horror yes, in yes. her eyes because she recognizes yes. the voice. Right. And Liam right. like glances over at her as like a oh no, not Murph. <laughs> yes. And and so they they figure it out and a fight scene ensues, which uh, again, I think a great fight scene. Knife involved. That's great. Eventually, Murph gets the gun and he says, Which one of you is Prin? And Prin stands up, says, I'm Prin. But then all the passengers that through this course of events have all become heroes because of Liam Neeson. Yes. All all stand up and say, No, I'm Prin. No, I'm Prin. That's what I'm Murph Spartacus. I'm <laughs> Spartacus. That's right. That's so uh, it reminds me of that uh, the Spider Man scene uh, with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, the Doc Ock, you know, they all stand up. Everyone, yeah, a lot of yeah. movies do this. You got to go through me, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yep. And so they all stand up, and another fight scene ensues. People try to help Liam Neeson uh, kill Murph or whatever. And uh, Liam Neeson pulls the tag off Murph that marks him as a good guy, and then the snipers take him out. And uh scene ends. Uh, Liam Neeson saves everybody. Prin goes to the FBI safely. And there's the one guy who throughout the movie, like Liam Neeson kept borrowing his phone and he was kind of a jerk right. <laughs> at the end. Like when he's giving a statement, the cop was like, that guy's a hero. H-E-R-O. <laughs> spell it out. And I was like, yes, that now I love that guy. Didn't like him the whole movie. Right then I like him. Right. Once he's on board with Liam, I'm on board with him. Yes, that's right. And uh, Liam Neeson's family is there. We know they're safe. Oh, and we should say the last scene of the movie. Uh, Liam Neeson finds the mysterious blonde lady in Chicago, apparently. And My hometown. They, hey, there you go. And they, they talk, and she's all smug, and she's like, what are you going to do about everything? And he about pulls out Spectre. his... About Spectre. And Liam Neeson pulls out his detective badge, and it's like <laughs> like a quick zoom in on the badge, and we're like, oh, he's a detective now. <laughs> he's and been rehired. <laughs> that's right. He has a job again. The credits roll, and I have to say, the credits... Uh, which are shaped like the train maps. I love it. I love everything about it. Oh, I I ended the movie before the credits. I mean, I what? must I I must have cut it off right when the credits started rolling. I missed that. Oh man. Well, anyway, they lay out the credits with like the little train lines as if it were a, a subway map, and it was oh. beautiful. It was beautiful. Just want to say. Uh, okay, so I have one question for you before we rate this film. Okay. What character on the train? Besides Liam Neeson, would you identify with? Like, who would you be on the train? I see myself as being, I don't know his name, but the guy who was playing cards with <laughs> Liam that Liam was... Um, he was suspicious of. That he was suspicious of. Yeah, yeah. Because this guy was a monthly commuter as well. Liam right. just never knew about him, which is probably like the way... I would actually be on a commuter train. Yes. I'd yes. be the guy like I'm next to the window the whole time, like trying to s get some more sleep in the yes. morning. I yes. huddled up and no one like recognizes me. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I believe that guy also took a bullet, which I like to think that, that I would be the guy that would help Liam Neeson fight the yes. bad guy at the end. Like, yes. I know I'm not Liam, but I like to think that I could be that guy. Take a yes. bullet. Be fine. Be uh, you know, it's it and just, keep fighting. Like you keep fight. Like you keep oh, trying. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
he, he just keeps going. So that's who I picture myself as. Uh, and also the idea of playing cards. I'm not promoting gambling at all, but the idea of, <laughs> of playing cards on a train to uh, kill some time yes. sounds great. Yes. Well, this is not going to be interesting because I was going to choose the same character. No way. Yeah, but more, more so because at, when I was on the train for two months uh, out of the year, I spoke to no one. I said nothing. I think if anyone would have asked me what I was doing on there, like Liam Neeson asked him, I would have said the same thing, like, nothing, you know? <laughs> What's uh, it to you? <laughs> yeah. And also, I watched the first two seasons of Lost on my iPod <laughs> video <laughs> on that commute. And so I, I would have been very really antisocial. dated yourself. Oh, I know, I know. I would have been very antisocial on that train. Like he was, I think. So I, I picture you more like the angsty teen uh, carrying IDs for your boyfriend who says, uh, I love you only if you do this for me. That's a terrible thing to say. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that is horrible. <laughs> to rate uh, the commuter, I don't know what we should use. From, from zero to five commuter trains? I, I think just train cars, maybe. This is a little, like, too, it's a little too easy. Oh no 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 no! Zero to five left-handed guitars. Oh, better. Yeah. Yes, yes. All right, so we're rating this movie zero to five left-handed guitars. That's right. And I'm going first. <laughs> I can go first if you if you'd like. No, you, yeah, you go first this time. Okay, I oh, that's go true. First. Okay, I'm gonna give it four out of five left-handed <laughs> guitars. <laughs> <laughs> because I enjoyed this movie. I think it go like I think I could see Liam Neeson in any kind of action movie now and really enjoy it. And I don't care like I don't he doesn't come across as cheesy. Like in all the in all the fight scenes and his lines, mm-hmm. like he he's believable. I always like him, his character in these movies. And whatever minor plot holes there were, like I was good, you know. It's it's got the the mystery clue type, uh, detective side. It's got a few pretty cool fight scenes, and uh, the end, you know, it feels great. You know, the bad guys get theirs. Liam Neeson gets to be a detective. His family is safe. You know, I I enjoyed it. I th- I think most people would enjoy it too. Well, that is that is great because I am also giving it four. <laughs> Left-handed guitars. Four out of five, yes. It was thoroughly enjoyable. Yes. It has some ridiculous moments and some plot holes that you could uh, drive a train through. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Had to get one more in there. Uh, Man, that that one was rough. Okay. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I uh, I think four is accurate. Yes. I think... Compare it to what we've watched thus far and what I anticipate watching in the future for <laughs> this podcast. Yes, yes. Um, it, was not, it was not bad. And the uh, director who I went on YouTube and watched some interviews with him uh, because mm-hmm. I wanted him to say his own name. Uh, I'm going to give it a try because I actually looked up the Catalan pronunciation. Oh. Uh, which is... I still don't know if I have it right, but it's uh, Jaume Coyette Serra. Mm. Um, he was the director for Unknown, for Nonstop, for Run All Night. <laughs> uh, he has worked with Liam 
three three other times. This is his okay. fourth collaboration. He says that Liam Neeson is the best actor in the world. Oh, That's man. why he keeps um, picking him. Um, but <sighs> I loved Unknown. I loved Nonstop. I have not seen Run All Night, and I love The Commuter. So whatever Jamais <laughs> and Liam are doing together, um, I want them to keep doing it. Yes. Yes. I agree. So that is... That is what I think. Yes, I totally agree. All right. So, listeners, we would love to hear your suggestions for a bad movie. So you can go to exchangepodcast.com, and there's a little form. It's anonymous. You don't even have to tell us who you are. Give us some bad movies <laughs> to, to do. Or you can tweet at us. Nate is at Nate Baranowski. I'm at Stephen Robles. All the links are in show notes. And now for our next movie, if you would permit me. Go ahead. I would love to do the 2003 movie the core end of the world movie and i'm scared because i remember this movie very fondly i love end of the world movies i don't know why Uh, but i also know that this movie was probably terrible and so i would love for us to discuss it i remember seeing this movie as well and if i remember correctly there are a couple sad sad deaths in this movie so i am already bracing myself because uh, the commuter did not uh, pluck at my heartstrings with a left-handed guitar, but I believe <laughs> the core will. So I am, yes. I'm ready. Yes, it does. And it also it has Morgan Freeman, uh, if I remember correctly. No, it does not. Yes, it does. No. No, Morgan Freeman is not in this movie. Hold on a second. Do I'm you... telling you. He is no, in this movie. he's not. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, quick question. Right. Um, <laughs> If you think we're about to watch Some of All Fears instead of The Core, <laughs> you need to change it to Some of All Fears right now. No, no, no. no. Well, I think we should do that because that has both Baffleck and Morgan Freeman. But, oh, I'm looking at the IMDb and I'm so sad. <laughs> I so thought he was in this movie. Who is the scientist then? Oh, I don't know why. I thought Delroy Lindo. I think that's who I thought was. <laughs> I'm going to leave that right Morgan there. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> ah, so sad. Oh, well, never man. mind. Vindication. <laughs> okay, we're going to cut it off right there. <laughs> <laughs>